Hello, hello. My name is Maya Victoria, and welcome to my podcast. It's 11.11 somewhere. Here in this podcast, we'll be discussing all types of things that linger across my mind and sharing this journey with you all to make sure that anyone listening in this very moment knows that they are not alone and that all your thoughts and feelings always have value, even if it doesn't really feel like it in the moment. Today's episode, we will get into some interesting topics surrounding the past and some tips for moving through certain eras of your life that just seem to not leave you alone. So if you have some luggage that you've been holding on to for quite a while, it's time. It's time to board the plane and leave that all behind. I'd also like to mention that I want to start off every podcast with the thorns and roses, which some of you might not be familiar with. So basically, a thorn is something that's hard during this time, something that I might be going through, and a rose is something that's really positive, and it really helps set the tone and the vibe, um, and also to just give you a little insight of what real people go through in real time. The purpose for this is to build connections with myself and to take a moment to be mindful, but also to be vulnerable with you guys listening. It's important to share your feelings and get them out there, and if I share something that you can relate to, then that also reminds us that we are never alone and our feelings are valid. So I'm going to jump straight into my thorn. My thorn for today are cramps, and if you listened to episode two, you knew that it was coming. It was coming. The wrath was entering my personal space. And here it is. So I am now dealing with severe cramps and it really sucks because I've been trying to wean off of ibuprofen just because I get these like really consistent bad headaches all the time. And I take a lot of ibuprofen and it's not good. It's not good for your body, but it helps. And for me, I have to take like three of them every time to feel like some type of relief because it's just so frequent. But I've been trying to like wean off of them, not take as much so that I can kind of build up my tolerance again. And I don't even know if that works. Nurses, doctors out there listening, um, let me know if that actually helps. But but yeah, so I've been trying to do that. So I'm kind of fighting this battle with my body all on my own. But stay tuned because an episode is coming up called your menstrual cycle is your superpower. And it might not be soon that it's coming up because I do want to touch on some topics that you guys put in our Q&A below, but it is one that I definitely want to do. So stay tuned for that one. Be on the lookout because it should be a really good one. And I've got two roses today, actually. Um, The first rose is that I actually did reach out to my friend Kayla. We are going to go to Texas Roadhouse actually tomorrow. Um, which will be super awesome because I finally like reached out and we were able to set up a plan that worked for the both of us. So now we can enjoy one of our favorite meals together, which will be awesome. So that's one of my roses. Love her. Can't wait to do it. And um, my second rose is I actually took a nap today. uh, And when I woke up from the nap, I opened Instagram, you know, doing my little scrolling. And I found out that my mom had posted this like super cute collage video it meant a lot because it had like little music just basically singing like oh I'm gonna be with you forever I love you and all the pictures were like from prom graduation and stuff like that so it was super cute to wake up and see that and it meant a lot because I didn't even know that she could do that so ma if you're listening love you lots thank you so much um that really made my night. But yes, it is time to jump into our topic, which if you've seen the title, it is you can't go forward if you're stuck in the past. So the topic of living in the past gets brought up a lot surrounding relationships, right? A couple breaks up and people have to quote unquote move on from it. Now what moving on means is different for each and every human being. 
It could be finding themselves again. It could be regaining connections with family and friends after being preoccupied with a partner. Or it may even be finding a new partner that satisfies whatever needs you think you need in the moment. And I bet there's a lot of others too, but that's all I got for now. Um, but basically, through moving on, you leave that in the past and continue forward to the next chapter of your life that has absolutely nothing to do with that person. But sometimes it takes more than that. You begin to live with this imprint on you that this person created, leaving you to still be harassed by memories and triggers and even anxiety because you have this wound that was open in you that feels like it's impossible to close without erasing your mind completely. And again, this is normally related to relationships, but it doesn't have to be. It could be family members, friendships, acquaintances, or even strangers that leave this impact on you. These thoughts could keep you from wanting to move forward in your life process. If it is a relationship, you may not feel worthy, able, or available for another one. Or if it's a friend, you may not be able to let your mind see good in others anymore. That everyone is out to get you and has wrong intentions. So if this sounds like you, one, I'd like to give you a hug because nobody deserves to feel like this. You deserve to have your dreams come true, goals accomplished, and to have your heart full. But two, I want you to know that because you're subconsciously holding on to these memories, it is going to stop you from moving forward. Completely. I personally was able to move forward, but I still find myself believing that I'm a burden or that I'm too quiet, that I shouldn't take up space, and that people don't truly have my back. I'm lucky to have a patient partner who knows my story and can help me break down these walls previously built by people who didn't know how to handle a heart, let alone mine. But with this, do I still think that I'm stuck in the past? No. My brain can part ways from situations with time, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't still working through letting go of these false narratives and heartbreaks, especially when my brain treats me with a memory I thought was no longer in the archives. A couple weeks ago, I was in a seminar that said the quote, you have to keep breaking your heart until it opens. And this quote was from Rumi, I believe. But for me, this was something that truly stuck with me and damn near brought a tear to my eye. In order to move on, I needed to face these things that I thought I had moved past. It's got nothing to do with the person anymore. The person was gone when I left them, but the damage was between me and myself. I needed to realize that I was now responsible for repairing these wounds, and to be honest, it took a healthy relationship to figure this out. Now again, this healthy relationship doesn't have to be with another person. It could be a healthy relationship you find with yourself, which I'm still currently working on, a healthy relationship with your friends, the people who call you out on your bullshit, or even a healthy relationship with your family. Because I had my partner to reassure me the millions of times it happened, I soon started to believe it. You mean to tell me that I can exist and be myself and I won't be put in a box or made fun of? You mean I don't bother you? That my presence doesn't offend you? That you really do love me for just existing and being me? Those are the things that I really struggled with and the millions of times that he told me that it was true and that he was here for me and that I'm not a problem, I started to believe it. Now, of course, I still struggle with it sometimes. I will ask him like 12, 13 times a minute if he loves me. Um, but that that could be just me wanting a little bit of attention. But, you know, it's, it's still something that I'm working through and it, it takes time. It takes time. But for me, it was a whole perspective shift, and I feel it in my soul that I was starting to be able to move past this heavy weight that I was carrying around for so long. My partner actually helped me take it off little by little. And trust me, there was a lot, and we're, like I said, not all the way done yet. But still, it took four plus years to even realize that I was still carrying this with me, even if it wasn't exactly as apparent as it is for others. 
On the flip side, being stuck in the past could also mean holding grudges. And honestly, thinking about it now, I associate grudges with the people that did an act against me or someone I love. And this act was obviously not nice. So in everyone that I've ever met, I probably have about maybe six people that I promise you I will never let back into my life. But the question is, because I still despise what they've done, does this mean that I'm stuck in the past? I think not. No. I believe I can absolutely still honor myself and my story by not letting these people ever have the direct line to me again. I believe it's empowering in itself to set those boundaries. And guys, I am all about boundaries and setting boundaries. They are necessary. But it is important that in a way you do let go of these people. Why let them live in your head? Honestly, what I like to do to combat this is I recognize that they too have been hurt once before and that they're just miserable because honey, Nobody would do the things that they did if they weren't already going through their own tornado of shit. You're higher than them. Accept that they're horrible people and that they probably won't change and that you don't need them to change because you're no longer in that place. Imagine getting in your car, closing the door, looking in the rear view mirror, and giving them the peace sign or middle finger, whatever you find appropriate for the situation. And then go back to looking forward, both hands on the steering wheel, only you and your ambitions ahead. Side note, if you're a part of my spiritual girlies, then you can add this to your meditation and it literally helps so much. I've done this a couple times and it really does help. But yes, because you are staying firm and staying supportive of your boundaries, that does not mean that you're stuck in the past. You don't have to forget them and you don't have to make up with them either. F that. But with this, always remember that those people may have left you with some wounds that you need to repair, but you do not need them present or in a good agreement to do so. It's all you for you. Now, I don't know if you guys have heard this quote before, but I remember seeing it on like all the 2010 Instagram girly posts that like steal and repost quotes with like pretty backgrounds. But anyways, the quote is, depression comes from living in the past, anxiety comes from living in the future, and peace comes from living in the present. Now, I don't totally agree with this quote because all of them can be rooted in different phases of your life, but I do agree with one part. Peace is in the present. This is something I actually really need to work on because I believe that all my purposes for existing are for the roles that I'll play in the future. So being a wife, a mom, a teacher, all of that. So I look to the future for peace. But really, by doing that, I make the present miserable because all I want is a future. I end up feeling stuck in this dimension of time, not able to fulfill these happiness bars that I set up for myself, only available in the future. Luckily, I realized that living like that wasn't going to work out for me long term. I mean, yes, a hundred percent. I still get baby fever and I'm still halfway planning a wedding that I'm not even engaged for yet. But still, I need to find happiness in the present. And now here I am actually pursued a dream of mine for the longest, and now I'm on my third episode of my very own podcast. I actually started this podcast to start sharing my feelings because for a second there, I had them all over the place. My feelings felt uncontrollable and they felt insane. And it got to the point where I really started seeking outside help because I couldn't do this on my own anymore. I almost felt like I needed to journal, jot some things down, but instead... I bought a really cool fancy mic and now I'm here sharing my feelings with all of you guys on my very own podcast. 
And I also feel deep down that in a way, future Maya, maybe a year from now, two years, maybe two months from now, honestly, she'll be going through some of these topics that I'm talking about and they're really hard to navigate by yourself. But because I have these pre-recorded and it's me myself talking, she might actually feel heard again. So if I can do that for her, that's sweet. I just overall think that this podcast will bring me happiness because um, it is. It's a key to happiness in itself. So anyways, I'm happy that you're here and I hope in some way, shape, or form this helps you validate your feelings as well. But back to my main point, try not to be stuck in the past because it can stop you from going forward. But also, don't focus too much on going forward because you'll lose the time to live in the now. Like they always say, stop and smell the roses. Do nothing but put yourself first, always. No matter what, never think that you're alone, because even if you physically are, you're not. Because I'm in your ear, talking my talk, and this is only the beginning. Because I've got tons of ideas for this podcast, including episode 4, which will be released next Sunday at 11.11am. If you enjoyed it, please like and share, and also follow if you're on Spotify. If you have any topics you'd like me to discuss, please leave them in the Q&A section below. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, have a beautiful rest of your day. Stay you, because you're amazing. I'll catch you later. Sincerely, Maya.